We have been trying to get through this ne- lesson for two weeks. This is the third week. And I was going to do it in one week. That lets you know my plans are not his plans. And uh, we are trying to understand that we are, are all sinners saved by grace. Does that make sense? So when, when you come to church, the, the most comfortable place you ought to be is at church. Because there's somebody like you that's struggling in some area, maybe not the same area, but we all sinners saved by grace. Isn't that right? But we work on all our lives in partnership with the Holy Spirit. And sometimes what we don't understand is that our lower nature challenges us, right? It challenges our spirit. And sometimes if we're not careful, if we're not in par- partnership with the Holy Spirit, then our lower nature will take control, right? And when our lower nature takes control, you remember you've been taught, then your senses will take over. And you know, your senses, your five senses. And you know when your senses take over, no, you lose your sense. Isn't that right? And no, you see, and so what we tried, what we're doing here is we're trying not to be servants to our senses, right? We're trying to get to the point where the Holy Spirit has empowered our spirit, that our spirit is taking control of our life. Now our senses are our servants. Do you understand the difference? We used to serve our senses, but now we, our senses serve us because the Holy Spirit has empowered us to do that, right? But yet still, we struggle. This is a spiritual warfare we're in, right? So when you're in church, feel comfortable. Feel comfortable when you're in church. You know, I've told you all before, uh, I know some of your friends, when you start going to church, and people always want to do something to disencourage you from going to church and say, well, there's a lot of hypocrites at church. You should say amen. Amen. That's what we're supposed to be, right? There's a lot of struggling people in church. You know what you should say? Amen. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Well, the church is a spiritual what? hospital, and you ain't never, and I don't know, maybe some of you all, you don't want to go to the hospital if you will, unless you're going to see somebody else, right, right, just right, and so since the, we are, we all are in the same, we in the spiritual hospital this morning, so I want everybody to feel very comfortable because you're in a good, good company here, because we all got issues setting up here, but we working on these issues, right, and one of these days we're going to, oh, we saved, we saved, you know, I tell you all the time, I'm saved, but I just ain't safe. That's why I had to keep doing this, right? If, I, if one day I quit doing this and my senses take over, you ain't seen a fool. As I tell people, you ain't seen a new kind of fool, right? But the Holy Spirit has taken care of that, and so that's why we love coming to church here, because we're comfortable here, because in AA they say, hey, my name is Johnny, and I'm, a, I'm an alcoholic, a recovering alcoholic. Here we say, hey, I'm Pastor Fields, and I want you all to be comfortable, because I'm Pastor Fields, and I'm a sinner saved by grace. Amen. All right, so we all, we, we good now? You comfortable now? So unfold and just kind of relax and, and learn something and take something home with you. All right, and the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. That's where we're going to start it this week, and I think that's the 26th verse. The Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness, and so the Bible is telling us, and the Bible already lets us know and has assured us that we have what? And that's everybody. That's everybody in here. We all have weaknesses somewhere. It may not be in the same place, but there's a weakness someplace in our lives. So when we come to church, that's why we feed our spirit. I don't know if any of you work out. If you work out like you do weight training, and if you go to a special person, a trainer, what they will do is they will try to find out what's the weakest part of your body. 
and then they strengthen that part of your body. Does that make sense? Well, what you do in church is you, are, you have to acknowledge where your weakness is, and then when you acknowledge your weakness and confess that weakness, the Holy Spirit will come in and work with you so that weakness that used to be a weakness that controls you becomes a strength. Do you understand what I'm saying? So here we are. We're starting at 26. Is that right? Yes. Verse All 26 right. from Romans 8 from the life recovery. So as it said, the Holy Spirit helps us not only in our weakness, but also we don't know what God wants us to pray for. So here's one of the things that sometimes uh, the Holy Spirit helps in our weakness. And sometimes the, the Bible says that we don't know what to pray for. So sometimes we listen to me very carefully. You've got to stay with me. Sometimes we are praying for our addiction, right? But the addiction is not the problem. It's something else that's going on in your spirit that drove you to that. Right. Am I making any kind of sense at all to you? See, 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 people, do, nobody sets out in their life to say, I'm going to destroy my life. I'm going to destroy my family. I'm going to lose my mind. Nobody does that, but something can happen to you in your life that can drive, because I don't care who you are, when you're in pain, you want to try to do something to do what? To ease that pain. And so when we make fun of people, some of us, I don't, when we make fun of people, we see people in the street, maybe homeless people, we see maybe somebody's a prostitute, somebody's a drug addict, somebody's an alcoholic, somebody's homeless, we don't know the reason they're there. You see, uh, Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? But something drove that person there, right? And so we need to say, quit dealing with facts and start dealing with causes. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, the fact is that person is such and such. The fact is I'm such, such and such. But, the, you know, but what caused me to be like this? What caused me to react like this? What in my life motivated me? What, what situation, what circumstance happened to me in my life that moved me into this situation where I'm, I'm dealing with my lower nature instead of my spirit. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right, so, so we don't deal with causes. I mean, facts here, we deal with causes. And the whole, that's why the Bible says you don't know what to pray for. See, that's why you go to the doctor. Sometimes you don't know what's wrong with you. You just go in there and tell them you're sick, right? Or you got a pain here or a pain there. Isn't that right? And then they take whatever they do to find out where the problem's at, Right? Does that make sense? Well, that's what the Bible is trying to tell us with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says sometimes we don't know what to pray for, but the Holy Spirit knows what to pray for. So sometimes what I do is I get on my knees and I just sit there and say, Holy Spirit, pray for me. Because I have no idea what I need to pray for. Because I'm thinking I'm good. Come on here. So, no, I ain't the only one ever thought I was all right until the Holy Spirit showed, shined the light on me and showed me in the spiritual mirror where the sickness and the weakness was. Do you understand what I'm saying? And then the Holy, I go in, and the Holy Spirit prays for me, and I go in partnership with the Holy Spirit, and he helps me to get to the place God would have me to be. That's why when you ever sit in church and you don't want to hear what the pastor's saying, Satan's trying to rob you. He wants you to be who you are. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. Do you know some, some of the best potential never made it because he killed him. He destroyed him. He robbed him. See, and when he robs you, some of you family members know that. So there's some good people in your family. Maybe you was one of those people. And once that person went down, it destroyed other people. Let's use it like this. We got this young, wasn't that a beautiful uh, family that came up here? Yes. 
Yeah, I saw that young man and in, uh, in Perkins and, and everybody was, I've told the story, I'll tell it again because I can. Uh, I saw him in Perkins and he was taking care of his little daughter. And I watched how he went in the car and got out and you know, everybody else was fascinated over how cute she was. I was fascinated over how he was an example of how a man ought to be with his child. But yes, 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 give him a hand, yes. But see, but there's a good side of that, and then there's a bad side of that. You know who Satan wants to attack? He, the Satan's already got a plan. He wants to attack that young man, because if you can kill the head, the body will die. Yeah, come on here. That's, that's why we have so many broken families. It's not because of the women. Men, come on, man up. It's to get to the men, because the Bible says the man, huh? Is the head of the house like Christ the head of the church? That means the man is supposed to give his life. Well, Satan upset, he's getting upset. If he wants to destroy the family, he goes after the man. Right? It is a shame. Oh, I'd say amen this one when I get through with it. It is a shame that men are following women to church instead of men leading women to church. Yeah, you understand? What I mean? You want a strong family, you got to you got to man up. And then when you man up, you got up. Huh? You become a God-man. You become a God-man. Then you're worthy enough to be, yes, then you're worthy enough to be a husband and a father. Because you can't do this on ambition. <laughs> it won't work. Because it won't work. There's, there's, three, you know, there's things that we need to know is that we need to know God's will, God's plan, God's guidance. That's the only way you're going to make it. Do you understand? That's why some people are unhappy in here. You see, you, you follow in your own will. When you follow your own will, men and women, when you follow your own will, you ain't got no backup. Right. You see? But if you follow God's will, he'll give you a plan, and then he'll guide you. All right? And so that's why the Holy Spirit, I mean, I'll get through the one scripture today. That's why we need the Holy Spirit to pray for us. So the Holy Spirit prays for me. God has given every one of you in here. Every one of you in here has a gift. And, and, and many gifts, okay? But God, but see, but you got to have your will. What, you got to see, like Jesus went in that garden, didn't he? And he said, not whose will? Not my will be done, but thy will be done. And so some, some of you struggling in your life this morning because you're doing your will. When you do your will, you don't have no guidance. When you do your will, you don't have no plan. It's kind of like education. You know, edu education is what you pay for. Uh-huh. God's calling is what you made for. God, that's good. Woo, I'm smart. But anyway, uh, uh, but, any, but anyway, but see, so you got to be able to know what you're doing with your life. Well, you, first of all, you got to be in partnership with the Holy Spirit to pray for. Listen to me. Some of you looking at me all mad and mad. I ain't done nothing to you. I don't even know you. All right? Don't be all upset at me. You got to go over here and get it right because you're looking, for, you're looking for joy. You're looking for happiness. You're looking for contentment in the wrong places. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody, have you ever went, somebody's done this before. You may not want to say amen. You thought you saw it in the eyes of somebody. And, and you ain't seen them since. You see? Because, see, they had a different plan for your life than you had for your life. Oh, yeah, they did. And once they got they plan through, they plan through, they got to here. Do you understand what I'm saying? But if you have God's will, God will give you a plan and he will guide you to success what he's called you to do. That's why we come in a church in here. That's right. You see, we, we in this together. That's 
Me and God is in this together. When my life was all jacked up, I almost said the wrong thing. When my life was all jacked up, I was following my plan. I was going by my will. But when I went in partnership with God, we got in this together. That's why you're here. Because God put me here. I didn't put me here because I had a different idea of what needs to be done. Do you understand me? And the same thing he done for me, he'll do it for you. But you have to, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to invest in your life. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? You have to have the Holy Spirit to invest in your life. We want to get it right. We've done it wrong. We don't care about our past. We got, we're getting it right now. That's why, you know why you're here this morning? He wanted you here this morning. Well, I thought I'd go up and go to Christ's temple. That ain't the way that works. I'm in Christ's temple north this morning because God got me here this morning, and he's got a lesson for me this morning, and I want to hear what he has to say to me, and I want the Holy Spirit to show me God's will, God's plan, so he can guide me to freedom to freedom because I've been a slave. Yes, I've been a slave by my own nature. Come on here. My lower nature. I've been a slave by these five senses, but I want to walk free in Christ. I've been a slave by my past, my guilt, my shame, and my blame, but the Holy Spirit's going to lead me out of there today. That's why I came to church today. That's why I came to church today. I came to church today to, to, to get some spiritual muscle today because some of you are too weak. I wish I was in the street. I'd put something else to that. Some of you are too weak. You're too weak because you're trying to do it yourself. You don't have the strength to do it yourself. But the Holy Spirit will empower you and give you some spiritual muscle, and you can handle these things that you've fallen apart over. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Do you understand? This is what we're about in here. We're, about, we're in the gym today. Huh? We're getting us some spiritual muscle when we walk out of here. Satan, you are lying. The truth is not in you. That's what we're going to tell him. And we're going to have the power of the Holy Spirit to back us up because we're in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So what I'd like to say to someone, what's wrong with you? Get in that gym and get the working. Get you some muscle and fight for your life. You're in spiritual warfare. Get some strength in your life. Stand up and be the man God called you to be. Be the woman God called you to be. That's what we are here about. That's what we're here. That's what we're doing in here. That's, you, you understand? You see, some of you, there's a friend of mine, one of my favorite writers. Some of you have been bamboozled. <laughs> All right? And you've been robbed. Yes. You've been robbed because your senses told you you were too black, too white, too fat, too female. Yeah, it did. You listened to that. You're too dumb. You're too this. You're too that. And you listen to that. Yeah, you've been bamboozled. But I'm here to tell you, that's a lie. Because God didn't put you here for that. God, get, God put you here for a purpose. But you're out of his will. And get back into God's will. And he'll give you the plan. And he'll guide you to success. Yeah, he will. That's what he'll do for you. He can, yes, you can be a good husband. Yes, you can be a good father. You can take care of your family. You can be a good wife. You can be a good mother. You can be a good employee. You can be a good employer because that's his plan. So if you're struggling in here this morning, yes, if you're struggling here this morning, you need to get out of your plan and get in the grand plan, which is God's plan. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Bible is, and the Bible says, let every man be alive and God's word be true. I'm just here to tell you the truth this morning. You don't want to be upset at me because some of you incarcerated by your own mind, your own way of thinking, what your parents may have said to you, an ex-husband, an ex-wife, you, you, you in prison with that. I come to set you free this morning 
Yes, I come to set you free this morning because you better than your living. You better than your living. You need to live up to God's standards. Quit trying to be man pleasers and be a God pleaser. Man ain't got no plan for you, but God's got a plan for you. And God will follow his plan through that he gives you. And I won't back off that this morning. I won't back off that. I won't back off that. Yeah, the, the Holy Spirit is telling, the Holy Spirit's delivering this message to you because you need this message, you see it? And we ain't going to walk out of here. Don't be come walking out of here. I can't stand it. Don't walk out of here. You walk out of here with your chest up. Not on Sunday. This is for the rest of your entire life. Never again. Never again. Never say that. Never again will I listen to Satan and his lies. Do you understand it? And sometimes, you remember when Peter was talking? We ain't going to make it, honey. You remember, when, you, remember, you remember when Peter was talking crazy to Jesus? You know what Jesus told Peter? Get behind me, Satan. Somebody might, you might have to tell somebody you love or somebody who loves you, I love you, but you need to get behind me. Because, uh-uh. Because let me tell you is, if they get in front of you, they're going to hinder your progress. And you see what I'm saying? So you got to go. Get back with that scripture. And Jesus loved Peter, didn't he? He loved him, but he, there comes a time that love is, hey, hey, love ain't enough. You got to get back here. I can love you, but I don't love you enough that you're going to hinder my progress, my calling, and my God's will for me in my life. Do you understand what I'm saying? I just feel, see, 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 you ought to look at me and take something home. Because I love me some Johnny Chesterfields Jr. That's what my mother name called me. But guess what? God called me Pastor Fields. So he took me someplace they can't take me. They couldn't anoint me to teach. They couldn't anoint me to preach the gospel. They couldn't give me the anointing of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. They couldn't give me the knowledge to be able to look at the mysteries of the gospel and to be able to speak them so that people will get a better understanding. Yeah. Only thing they could do is give me a biological birth. But they couldn't take me any further than that. But thank God he could take me further than that. And what he's done for me, he'll do for you. You, uh, you understand what I'm saying? Drank from his cup. Drank from his cup. Get intoxicated on Jesus. Huh? Huh? The old folks say, if I must be a fool, let me be a fool for Christ. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so, you know, I, I'm excited about him. Because I'm excited about him because he's taught me who I am and whose I am. And that's why I love this Bible. What chapter, uh, verse are we on? I know we ain't in a chapter yet. Is somebody here with me? You want to walk out of here with power this morning? You're going to walk in partnership with the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit's going to help us in our weaknesses? The Holy Spirit's going to turn our weaknesses over into strengths? Isn't that right? We're going to walk as Christ, talk as Christ, think as Christ, walk with the Spirit of Christ within us. Therefore, we can do all things through Christ which strengthens us. Huh? No more, no more, no more will I lay down to sin nature. All right. I don't know what scripture I'm In on. verse 27. Thank you. It says, the father who knows all hearts knows what the spirit is saying. The, the father knows my heart. And the father knows what the spirit is saying, the big spirit. And so the father knows my heart. So the father knows my heart. So the father is teaching and telling the Holy Spirit what to say. Let me know in 35 is up, Isaac. All right. For the Holy Spirit will plead for us believers. The Holy Spirit is, at the, is pleading for me. Yeah. 
the Holy Spirit, that's the gospel. The Holy Spirit. Do you love God? Do you believe God? Do you believe this gospel? The Holy Spirit is pleading for God, for me. The Holy Spirit is praying for me. How many of you have had mothers and fathers? I guess my mother prayed for me. I guess my father prayed, well, my stepfather, I don't know my father, but I'll do it this way. I know my mother prayed for me, and some of you know your mother prayed for me. Unfortunately, my mother's dead, so I still need prayer, right? I need prayer to reach the, the throne of God, right? So the Holy Spirit is praying for me. Isn't that God, good? And so the Holy Spirit, listen to me, and so the Holy Spirit has motivated some other people in this church to pray for me. Okay. All right. The Holy Spirit pleads for us in harmony with God's own will. This is powerful. The Holy Spirit is praying for me, DJ, in harmony with God's will. That's strong, people. The Holy Spirit is praying for you in harmony with God's will. So if you stay in God's will, the Holy Spirit's giving you everything to play that out. Do you understand? Oh, right. Just so we get an understanding, harmony is forming a pleasing and consistent wholeness. The, the Holy Spirit is praying for my what? Wholeness. Say that. The Holy Spirit is praying for my wholeness. The Holy Spirit wants me to be whole. Wants me to be a whole man. Not a half man, but a whole man. You see, let me tell you what a half man is. A half man is a man who gets a baby. A whole man is a father who takes care of it. All right, you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, you see? You see, that's what a whole man is. A whole man takes care of his wife and his family and women too. Come on, men. We're going to be men in this church. This is the church where men are going to stand up and be men. Isn't that right? This is the church. Yeah, a lot of you go to a lot of churches. I'm blessed this church. We have a lot of men in here. But we want to be men. We ain't to be men. We ain't trying to get chastised. We ain't trying to be beat up a little bit. Isn't that right? Because we want God to whip us into righteousness. Huh? Because we want to get it right. We don't care what the magazine says. We don't care what CNN says. We don't care what Fox says. <laughs> yeah, y'all know what Fox is saying. Yeah, you know what Fox is saying about you brothers. We don't care what they're saying, right? We only hear what God's saying. God's saying that I can be a good husband, a good father, a good grandfather, a good friend, a good, hey, a good pastor. That's who I'm listening to. I'm listening to what God said because God will, God will guide me with his plan that I'll be successful. Women, the same thing with you. Some of you sitting here wanting to please somebody, to get somebody, talking about, I wish I had somebody in my life. Well, you ain't got nobody in your life. God ain't fixed you up and got you ready to put somebody in your life. You see? I told a friend of mine once got upset at me. She wanted to put a man in her life. She wanted to say, and she wanted God to sit her man. I said, God ain't going to mess up a good, good man with you. You got to get your life together. You got to get your life together. When you get your life together, he'll send you what, he'll send you, right now he's getting you what you need, nothing. But, but when you get it right, he'll send you what you want. Come on here. Some of y'all done live that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Huh? You come here to get the truth, didn't you? Amen. Amen. All right, I've done lived it all, so I know how it is. I've been out there with the swines. Yes. Had enough sense to come to myself like the prodigal son and go back to my father's house. Yes, that's good. God's harmony also consists of peace. Isn't that what you want? Peace. Man, let me tell you, ain't nothing like a peace of mind. You get a good night's sleep and you got peace of mind. You, remember, you ever go to bed angry and then find out the sheets is all kicked off the bed? You, you fighting in your sleep. Huh? 
But when you can rest with peace of mind, get up, have a good nice rest, right? Feel good, I have peace. You ever go to your home and have peace of mind, be able to sit in your house and it's so quiet and so peaceful in there, you got to look around and see if something's wrong. That's what God wants you to have. And he wants you to have peace right here in your head. He wants you to see, because some people got so much noise going on in their head, they can't hear nothing else. All right. It's also friendship. And what? Friendship. Wow. Fellowship. See, I got this in Christ. Friendship and fellowship. I can't be alone. It's impossible. Because there's some people here really love me. There's some people here my friend. And Jesus says that's the more, most important thing. You mean no greater man than he to lay down his life for his friend. That's right. You see? Don't you want that? God's plan is for you to have it. But guess where you get it at? Where you don't want to go on Sunday morning sometime. It's called the church. All right? And also complete unity. C- complete what? Unity. I want to have that unity with the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Man. Man. There used to be a preacher years ago who said, with the stuff I use, I can't lose. I feel that this morning for you. You see, have you ever went to some place and had a good meal and it was so good you wanted to call somebody <laughs> and tell them, you need to go over there and eat while I eat at. That was good. Some of y'all need to do this message like that. Some of the people need to hear it. you left at home. Go ahead, get me out of here. <laughs> All right, verse 28 says, we know that God causes everything to work together. So we know that God causes everything to work together for the good for those who love God and according to his purpose for them. Are you living in God's purpose? If things ain't working out good for you, you ain't in his purpose, you're not in his will. Because if you're in God's will, yes, and God has given you a plan, you are going to be successful. You can't even, you can half try it and still be successful if you're in God's will. It is impossible to fail when you're in God's will. Because there is no failure in God. So there can't be no failure in me. The only time that I fail is when I step outside of God's will. But when I'm in God's will, I can't fail. I'm a pretty good preacher, don't you think? Yes. I ain't, with, I ain't got no degree of theology. I used to have a Another degree, but I don't have no degree in theology. But when I stepped in, the, in God's will, he gave me a plan, and now he's guided me with the Holy Spirit, and he guides my tongue with the Holy Spirit, and I'm able to teach the gospel of Christ and him crucified. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, you love me still? Nobody mad. If you're mad, you need to get glad. All right. For God knew his people in advance. God knew me in advance. Do you all know God knew who you was going to be before you even got here? Yes. He knew you in advance. And he purposed you in advance. And some of you don't like what I'm saying because you're looking at me like I'm, the, I'm, I'm just a messenger. You don't know, never kill the messenger. You got out of his will. You followed your plan. You went on your own direction. Now look where you're at. The good thing is you can redirect that and get in the right place and go the right direction. Start all over again. You see, there is a song about the way we were. Remember that beautiful song, the way we were? I ain't trying to go back to the way I was. All right. You know what beauty is? Inside you. You're trying to find it outside you. 
You know what peace is? Inside you. You know what love is? Inside you. Folks is talking about I'm looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah, you are. It's here. See? Now, Sister Gwen, I've been married 47 years. Sister Gwen came to love me like I love me. I don't know about her. I can't speak for me. Sister Gwen came to love me like I love me. And she is blessed, and y'all blessed. Ask me why y'all blessed, because I love myself so much. Because the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. So y'all, y'all know I'm loving y'all, because I love me some self. Because I love what God created me to be. I love what God, God called me to be. I love God's plan for my life. I love God's will for my life. I love God's direction for my life. So therefore, I can love other people. And see, here's the way. You want somebody to love you. Everybody listen to me, the single in here. You want somebody to love you, find somebody that don't need nothing from you. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, find somebody that don't need something from you. If you fulfilled in your life, then you won't take anything that's just out there to fulfill your senses. Do you hear me? You see, look in the mirror and find a loving person, a beautiful person, because it was God. God planned you to look like you look. If he's happy with it, you ought to be. Keep me going. I'm looking at y'all. God chose his people to become like his son. God chose his people to become like his son. That's why, that's why Jesus came in humanity, because God wanted us to see, yeah, you can, you can do it as a human. 100% human, 100% divine was the Lord Jesus Christ. We came here 100% human, and now we're trying to get what? 100% divine. And we have an elder brother named Jesus Christ, and the Bible uses that, an elder brother named Jesus Christ that showed us how to do it. That yes, I don't care who you are in here. There is a, you are the temple of the Holy Ghost, according to the scripture. You can be divine, not halfway to divine, fully divine. Give him room in your life. Let me tell you something. Give God a chance. You gave everybody else one. <laughs> Give him a chance. Wow. Yes. All, all right. Come on, give God a hand clap. God is good. Come on, give him a hand clap. God is good. You see, sometimes you go to church and you get upset at the messenger. And I like it because there's two people in here. There's two people that love the message because they're going to do better. And there's some folk upset because they know I'm right. And I'm happy either way. Give me the scripture I'm all right? All right, verse 30. God having chosen his people and have called his people to him. God has called you to who? To him. Find him. God, I hear him calling me. Answer it. Answer God's calling you. But let me tell you something. Satan's going to put a whole lot of other stuff in your ear. He don't want you to hear God's call for calling you. Yeah, he is. He loved God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. Who should ever love him? She'll have everlasting life. God's calling you. He's calling you today. Right here in this church. He's calling you. Some of you come in here and feel like you ain't worthy. You know what something is really crazy? You ever feel like you ain't worthy to join a church? Is that about the craziest thing you ever heard? That's crazy. That's about like being sick and don't think you're worthy enough to go to the hospital. Right. <laughs> you're worthy because he said so. That's right. And he's calling you. Make a difference. Make a difference in your life when you answer his call. All right. Okay. 
Not only God gave us the right standing with himself. God gave me the right to stand beside him in spirit. He's here. He's in this room right now. He's a spirit. Stand beside him. Stand beside him. Yeah, you think I'm crazy. Some of y'all stand beside him, you be shouting up and down. Sometimes I tease Marvina, she's a shouter. If I was like her, y'all never get a message. Because I love me some Jesus. Because from where I came from, to where he's brought me, y'all love me some Jesus. See, see, I ain't got, I ain't got nobody to amen me because I could amen myself because I know where I was at came from. Yeah, I love me some Jesus. All right? All right. And not only with that right standing, he gave us glory. Not only with that right standing, he gave us what? Glory. He gave us what? Glory. He gave you what? Glory. And glory is? Glory is a state of absolute happiness. That's, he gave me his glory. That's why I'm so happy. There was little kids used to sing at church the same way. I'm happy today in Jesus. Where well, I'm happy. I'm happy in Christ. You're looking in the wrong place. You're looking in the wrong place. You can be by yourself and have this. Got to give somebody to make me happy. Yeah, I don't need to have to pay money for a comedian to make me laugh. Are you kidding me? Save that money in my pocket and buy me some boots. Go ahead on in that. Right. Glory is also gratification. Uh-huh. Magnificence. Magnificence. What? Magnificence. That's who I am? That's what you are. In Christ? That's, right. That's who you are. If you want to be That's right. in his glory. I don't want anybody walking. If you walk out of this church insecure today, you ain't going to make it. Because I can't make it no plain than what we're making it here. That's right. You see, the devil is a liar. He's still talking to some of you in here. But he is a liar. Yes, you can be it. The only person that cares about where you're at is you. Where you used to be. He's through with all that. He's trying to get you on a new journey. Come on here. All right. It is also a very great praise and honor. It's a great, great praise and honor. Keep going because I'm getting ready to end here. Oh, that's it. Isn't God good? Hey, God is good. We'll give him next one, and we will continue next week until we get it. Have you got it right? Have you got it right? Have you got it right? Who's God's child? Who's God's child? Who's God's child? Who's, who's walking in God's will? Who wants the Holy Spirit to help them get there? God's plan? Who's got God's plan? Who wants God's guidance? You got it. Amen. Amen. Come on, come on here. I feel so good that I'd do it again, but I don't want to keep you here.